Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 381. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about five tips for emergency cash management. And this is really timely because yesterday, one of my Be Wealthy and Smart VIP Experience members mentioned that her bank had experienced a DDoS computer attack, you know, where the system goes down, and that the ATM machines and debit cards were not working. And it was even more extensive than that. And here's what she said. Hey, Linda, if you weren't aware, a technical issue took down almost all of XYZ Bank yesterday. More than 24 hours later, they're still only partially back up. Millions of customers, me included, have been unable to access their accounts. Debit and prepaid cards aren't working, and paychecks and tax refunds are missing. It's a huge mess and a big wake-up call to many. I'm actually okay. My paycheck hit early Thursday morning before the outage, and my debit card seems to be working. I have some groceries and about $300 cash on hand, so I'm actually fine. Not happy, but fine. Any further suggestions on how to prepare for things like this in the future? I know you've talked about it, just don't remember where. I have their accounts plus another account at a completely different virtual bank for emergency funds. But the only way to access the funds is via transfer to my XYZ account. Maybe open an account at another local bank and link the virtual bank account there too. Clearly, I need more than $300 cash on hand. Please help. Yes, you do need more than $300 cash on hand. These are really good questions. And first of all, I wanna say I'm so sorry that this happened to you, but I'm glad that you're being proactive and are planning for possibly a larger interruption of service or something like this that could happen again because I really do think that our systems are very vulnerable to this. And I think it's extremely important to have a good amount of cash in your possession. And I know everyone's gonna wanna know how much. How much, Linda, what's the magic number? Well, that's always hard to answer because it depends on how much money you make. And of course, there's a wide variety of people listening. So someone could make you know, 20,000 a month and someone else could make 1,000 a month. And so I can't give you one number for every person. But I can say you need to know how much you spend on items like groceries, gas, medicines, and other necessities. And again, necessities are gonna vary per family too, because if you have babies, for example, then I would imagine diapers and formula are a necessity in baby food. But if you don't have children, then you don't have to add that in. So it depends on your situation, it depends on how much you make, it depends on your family and what your emergency needs are. But I came up with maybe a 20% of a month's income as a rule of thumb. Now, that's not going to be hard and fast. It's not going to be accurate for everybody. But I know people are going to want to pin me down on some kind of a way to estimate. So I'm going to say 
Try 20% of a month's income to have in cash in your home, in a safe, preferably, or a very secure hiding place. And I also recommend that you have it in low denominations, not 50s and $100 bills, but have it in 20s, 10s, 5s, and 1s because it may be difficult to get change for purchases if there's a cash shortage. Now again, you might think that sounds really strange, but this happened to me. I went to Greece a couple years ago and they were having a banking crisis. They limited how much cash people could take out of the ATMs every day. And cash was very hard to come by. We didn't know that and so we couldn't plan for it in advance. We found out when we were at a restaurant and paid cash and we couldn't get any change back. And the restaurants just claimed they didn't have any cash and we were out of luck getting any money back. So a $22 lunch that we thought we'd get change back by paying 220s, no, it cost us $40. So they wouldn't make change and they claimed they didn't have any cash around and we all got scammed. And it wasn't just that restaurant, it happened everywhere in Greece. So they were not giving any cash to anyone. They were hoarding cash. You just need to have the right amount of change in case you go to a grocery store, for example, and they can't give you change. You never know if someday we could have a problem with electronics, such as a hack or a natural disaster, such as a solar flare, or if a bank holiday happened or some other reason. Don't get me wrong, I'm not predicting the end of the world, but I do think that for these reasons, it's part of planning smart to have some cash on hand. I also think it's smart to diversify by your accounts. And as my member mentioned in her note to me, you wanna have multiple accounts in multiple institutions. I think having a brokerage account is a good complement to a bank account because you have access to a money market, which you can use for savings, in addition to your investment accounts. It's very easy to wire the money to your bank from a brokerage account if you need to access the funds. Not having all of your money in one institution is a good idea. You never know what could happen. Remember during the financial crisis in 2008, banks like Washington Mutual were fine one day and in need of a bailout the next. There was no notice of that. Remember, the FDIC, or Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, insures up to $250,000 per depositor. So a single deposit account is insured up to $250,000, and joint accounts are 50-50 ownership, and insured up to $250,000 for each individual named on the account for a total of $500,000. It's Linda here. Just wanted to pause for a moment and ask if you knew Betterment is the largest independent online financial advisor with more than $10 billion in assets under management with more than 300,000 customers. Their service helps to improve long-term returns and lower taxes for retirement planning, building wealth, and other financial goals. Betterment's tax-coordinated portfolio can increase the portfolio's value by an estimated 15% over 30 years. Their annual advisory fee is only a quarter of 1% with unlimited messaging access to their team of licensed financial experts through a mobile app. Of course, investing involves risk. For listeners of Be Wealthy and Smart, you can get up to one year managed free. Visit betterment.com forward slash be wealthy. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T dot com forward slash B-E-W-E-A-L-T-H-Y. I'll post these links in the show notes and on my website. And now back to our podcast. 
Now that we've established opening a brokerage account in addition to your bank account, let's talk about why people switch brokerages. According to Investors Business Daily and Technometrica, 25% of investors have switched their online broker in the past five years versus 18% five years ago. The main reason for the switch is cost. 39% of clients say they're sensitive to fees and commissions. 21% say it's other reasons, and I'm not really sure what that is, but we'll come back to that after we eliminate the other categories. 16% said convenience. They switched for ease of use. And 9% said because of a bad experience, they switched. Customers had some kind of a complaint or issue, maybe with a representative, for example. 9% said they left because of execution. Their trades weren't getting executed at the price expected. So that leaves us with 21% other reasons. Again, I'm not sure what that is, but I suspect it's a catch-all for everything else not already mentioned. And that could be things like quality research or something completely different. But it's 21% left for reasons other than cost, convenience, bad experience, or execution. So whatever else that could be, um, one-fifth of the people are leaving for that reason. And looking forward to the next year, people are changing because of lower fees. 40% said they will move for lower fees. 28% said they're moving for better research. And 26% said they want better buy lists. So lists of stocks or investments recommended to buy. I think it's important to have good diversification by institution. In this case, you had your virtual bank where your paycheck was getting deposited. You had your main financial institution. I think in addition, set up a brokerage account that will give you diversification by institution. It'll give you a money market account plus your investment accounts. And you need to have those because I hope that you're buying exchange traded funds or other investments to get going with your IRAs and your other retirement planning. Well, we've covered a lot of ground, but just to summarize what those five things are that you need in case of emergency is number one, think about diversifying your savings accounts by institution. So think about having more than one bank and number two, consider having an account at a brokerage firm in addition to a bank account. Number three, keep a healthy amount of cash on hand. Number four, calculate how much you're gonna need by thinking of how much you spend on groceries, gas, medicines, and necessities in a month or two. And number five, keep a mix of lower denominations. In case you're not able to get change, it can help if you have the exact change. Hopefully we won't have any wide power outages, computer hacks, natural disasters, or anything that we'll need any of this for, but it's much, much better to be prepared and have this in case of emergency than to be caught unprepared. If you're not yet a subscriber to Be Wealthy and Smart, please hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.